Welcome to Maker Mom, a podcast where I explore the stories of Maker Moms and the life they lead. Each week, I will bring you the behind the scenes story of a new Maker Mom. I'm Katie Freeman, a furniture designer and content creator running FreemanFurnishings.com and your host of the Maker Mom podcast. You can find Maker Moms hanging out in the Facebook community at Maker Moms and on the web at MakerMomPodcast.com. If you love what you hear, please subscribe, leave a stellar review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the Maker Mom podcast. This week's guest is Katie Bollinger of The Vinyl Peach. Um, Katie makes custom, uh, unique, one-of-a-kind onesies and t-shirts and things for little kids and for grown-ups alike, I suppose, and uh, cozies and tumblers and all kinds of fine th- fun things as long as they're involving vinyl of some sort. Um, I really enjoyed talking with Katie. I learned a lot about a process that I personally don't know anything about because it's not the type of things that I make, but it was still really fun to learn about them. And I think you guys will enjoy learning about them as well. And some creative ways that Katie is really launching her business. Um, She's only really been in business since May of this year and she's super successful already. So I think you guys can gain a lot of great tips and tricks and pointers from her. But before that, are you currently a patron of the Maker Mom podcast? If you're not, you really should be because there's all kinds of extra goodies and perks for being a patron. Things like getting a shout out at the start of an episode the week that you become a patron, um, having access to podcast early, having access to patron-only content when that is created, having access to our once-a-month online maker meetup, Um, and then depending on what tier you pick, you can get t-shirt and stickers and all sorts of goodies. So definitely want to check that out. That's patreon.com forward slash makermompodcast. All right, no further ado, here is Katie with The Vinyl Peach. All right. Well, how about we just start with uh, you giving a brief introduction about yourself. Um, what do you like to make, do, uh, about your family life, whatever you feel up to sharing. Okay. Yeah. So um, I am married uh, three years this past April. Um, we met in 2013 and got married in 2016. And then we have two dogs and now we have a baby. He's 14 months old. Um, he just turned one in May and I do a custom apparel, like shirts, onesies. Um, I do like tumbler cups, mugs, whatever. Um, just kind of anything that anyone wants to customize really. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. Um, well, let's go back a little bit to your childhood, Um, like where'd you grow up? What kind of things were you interested in? Um, I grew up in Georgia, so born and raised, been here my whole life. Um, and I actually loved crafting. So this is kind of right up my alley, but I never thought that it would be like a job. Um, I worked in customer service pretty much after college and stuff. So I was never, but then after I had 
my son, I was like, okay, like, what can I do for a hobby? And then it kind of just really quickly turned into a job. Um, but I danced from when I was like three to 17, but never really made that into like a career or anything. And so dancing and crafting, I like cooking. (laughs) Okay. Uh, do you have any siblings? Um, I have an older brother. He's five years older than me. Okay. And how about your, um, your parents, were they creative at all or get into crafting? I mean, my parents, well, my mom mostly, my dad would like color with me, but my mom would do crafts with me. My aunt was a teacher. Um, so she would do lots of crafts. So I kind of grew up, grew up in the crafty, crafty world. (laughs) Okay. All right. And, uh, what'd you go to college for? Actually business. So (laughs) nothing. I mean, I guess it's kind of, I run my own business, so I guess it's kind of that, but, um, business administration. So it wasn't like owning a business per Uh se. Okay. Um, did you have any grand ideas of like what you were going to go into or go be after that? So actually I took like a certification class to be a wedding planner. So I really wanted to wedding plan, but it was kind of towards the end of college. So at that time I was like, I got to have a job. Like I can't, live my life with an internship, a non-paid internship. You can't pay bills. So that really never panned out for me. Um, I should have started that at the beginning of college so I could have done a non-paid internship. So I really wanted to do that. Prior to college, I wanted to be a teacher of like first grade or kindergarten or something. But then I ended up like hating school. (laughs) so (laughs) that wasn't in the cards either (laughs) well I totally understand that I did not have uh, plans of teaching little kids but when I started college I had plans of teaching industrial tech to high schoolers and then oh wow yeah I realized after my first like education course I was like no (laughs) I'm not I'm not made for this this for me yep um, okay, so it sounds like you kind of got into what you're doing um, just out of a hobby. Um, yeah. What was kind of the, what was the driving need to even find a hobby? Well, I honestly, I never, I wouldn't say never, but I feel like I didn't really have a hobby. I mean, I danced when I was growing up, but then like as I got older, I wasn't doing it as much. And like after high school, I wasn't doing it at all, really. Um, so I was just like, what do I even like enjoy? Like, what do I do for fun besides like hanging out with like friends or family or my dog or whatever? I'm like, it's fine to hang out with friends and family, but it's like, what do I do for fun? Like I'm, I don't play sports. Like I'm not dancing anymore. Like, what do I do? And then I wanted to stay home after we had our son. I wanted to stay home with him. My husband was fine with that. Um, And it's super hard to find like work from home jobs. But then I did find one um, and it was like project coordinator, um, which kind of went hand in hand in me working in like customer service for five plus years. But um, I just really, they wanted like kind of a schedule and I having a 14 month old, that's not in the cards. Um, so that didn't really pan out. And then even before that, um, there was like a black Friday deal last year and I'm like, let me get 
um, a Cricut, which is what I have. And um, I was just going to make him like onesies and whatever. It was really just to do that. And then, because, you know, people buy that stuff on Etsy all day, every day. And like, I was one of those people. And I'm like, maybe I could just make them. And to be honest, I was not good at first. I thought I was, but I'm like, mm, no. So, I mean, I just kind of always needed something to like enjoy. Um, and I also had really bad like postpartum at the beginning. So it was also something like, I think it kind of filled my time with something that I enjoyed. So it helped a lot. Yeah, I don't think you're alone there at all. Um, a lot of the moms that I have talked to on here have found uh, some form of making just for um, a need to reconnect with themselves after having a baby and to deal with, you know, postpartum or just deal with how life changes so drastically yeah, <laughs> after I that baby is born. <laughs> I think it's also, yeah, like you said, like, kind of find yourself again. And I think that was like a big thing also. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that it was going to turn into a business, but a blogger in Atlanta, which is like kind of where I live, I'm in Georgia, but a little outside of Atlanta, she ordered some um, cups. She was like my first order. She ordered some cups with like all the bloggers, Instagram handles. And I was like, okay, like whatever. And I'm like, but I need to have like a business name. So I just like kind of like had to think of something like right off the bat. So I brainstormed for like a couple days, thought of something. And then that's kind of what started the business. It wasn't even like a name at, before that. Uh, I was just kind of like making stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like, I mean, how did that blogger find you? Like, were you on Etsy? Like where were you trying to sell stuff, I guess, or? Yeah, I was. Um, I was trying to kind of get my name out just like it was around March of this year. So March, 2019, I was like doing Easter baskets, um, and stuff like that. Like just like little stuff, like onesies. And I would like post on my Facebook or there's like a lot of groups in the area, like mom's groups or girls groups or whatever. Um, and I was like posting, like if someone would say like, Hey, I'm looking for, xyz and i'd be like so i'd like see it and comment hey i totally can help you out blah 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 so she ended up reaching out to me and just kind of went from there and i was like but while i was doing her order i'm like i gotta think of a name so that's really what started like the business side and then i started my etsy in may i think maybe june and then i started a facebook group not a page a group um, so you have to be like invited or I can invite you or whatever. Um, and that has almost a thousand members in like two months. Well, that's, I mean, that's awesome growth with the group. What is the group around on Facebook? Like what's the, is it all other makers or so, no, it's my, it's like my group. It's like named my company name. So okay. it's named the vinyl peach LLC. And okay. then, so it has like all my products. Like I have some brand reps and stuff. And they'll post or like whoever I send items to post, like I've done like some giveaways, like invite 10 people and you get entered into the giveaway. So that's kind of how like my group has like grown. Okay. And I'm just curious, like why a group versus like, you know, a business page? Um, honestly, so 
My mom and I have done um, revamped furniture and I had a page for that and it did not grow really at all. And I'm thinking it's because more, it's more of like a local thing. Whereas the stuff that I make for my business, I can like ship out. Um, so that's like kind of, you have like a 20 mile radius for like revamped furniture. Whereas I have, I could ship all over the country, like, or I could ship all over the U S or whatever. Um, like I'll even, I'll ship to China if you want or whatever, but my group is just like U.S. based. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just didn't have good experience with like a business page. So I did a group, um, and I'm in a bunch of other groups for like boutiques and stuff like that. And they do like drops of products where like, Hey, like, or like pre-orders, Hey, I'm dropping this stuffed animal. I just sewed. whatever. And you have to like enter to like win it or something like that. And I'm like, I feel like that's like more of like a personal way to connect. Like a business page is like, I don't know. It just didn't seem as like personable and I didn't have as a like good of experience from the beginning. And it varies, I guess, from like what type of business, but I've enjoyed having the group. Um, cause I can like, I feel like I can like interact with people or like I'll go live in the group and talk about what's coming up, stuff like that. Yeah, I was just going to ask about um, the interaction. Like, do you feel like, I mean, I don't want to, I'm probably going to word this question wrong, but it's like not meant to be just like pushing out your product, but is it, you know, it's a place like, do you feel like you're getting interaction from people and like, they're fully engaged like with it. Yeah, I think so. Um, like I'll post something I make and people are like, Oh, that's so cute or whatever. It's not like, Hey, I'm selling. It's not always like I'm selling, I'm selling, I'm selling. Mm -hmm. Obviously people know that's what I'm doing. That's what you're in the group for. Um, but I'll just post stuff that I make or, um, other people will post their kids in something they bought from me. And it, Obviously, sometimes it sparks sales, but other times people are just like, so cute, such a good idea, blah, blah, blah. Um, So, yeah, I think, I mean, there's not like posts where people are like, oh, mom advice type thing. Mm -hmm. But I definitely think it's, it's like a more chill, I don't know if that's the right word. It's a more like relaxed social media environment I feel like okay. like a business page I feel like almost is like kind of not pushy but it's mm-hmm. more businessy as less casual I don't know okay I don't know if that makes sense <laughs> no it, it does make sense um I mean I'm really just asking because um I think it's an interesting idea I've just not ever yeah um you know like for this podcast like I have a, a maker mom podcast like group um but it's not um I don't know and it I mean it's meant for something totally different right it's meant for people to like hop on and interact right uh, with each other and stuff like that um but yeah I haven't had otherwise personally the only other like Facebook groups I'm part of are like mom groups or yeah you know Like I'm still a part of the breastfeeding group, even though my kids are like long past that stage, but, um, you know, it's just that interaction with people. I think Facebook does a really good job 
with their groups with that. Right. I agree. Yeah. Um, okay, so how long have you been, like, specifically then, like, making the, the onesies and the tumblers and stuff? So, really since, like, March, but my business really took off in May. So, honestly, like, two months. Okay. Two months. <laughs> I mean, it hasn't been long, but I've watched tons of YouTube videos. I've, like, practiced a ton. Now, I've had my fair share of mess-ups, but I don't send, like, mess-up products. And if you get something that's, like, wrong, like, I'll fix it, no charge, unless you're, like, trying to rip me off, obviously. But mm-hmm. there's always some people out there like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, like, are you using your Cricut, then, for both, like, your tumblers and your onesies? Yes. So you can use um, HTV, which is heat transfer vinyl. So that's like what would go on like onesies, shirts, sweatshirts, hats, whatever. And then if you put it on like a tumbler or um, a mug or trying to think what else, like a decal, like on your car, um, it would be um, removable or permanent vinyl. I don't usually use removable because like normally you don't want to like remove it necessarily Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. um it's also called like oracle 651 but it's like permanent vinyl but it's not like you don't use heat so have like the transfer tape on top of it and you'd stick it on and peel the transfer tape off okay um so are you doing mainly things like people are like contacting you and saying like hey, I want this custom shirt done or this custom, you know, coffee mug done? Or are you putting out, like, your own designs or both? Mostly custom. Um, mostly custom right now. I mean, I've collabed with a couple other, like, shops. Um, they'll either do, like, baby teethers or, um, like, bummies, shorties, like, harem pants um and then I'll do like a top to match and we'll do a collab and they can pre-order from her shop and my shop and so like I'm designing the shirt like this is what it is and if you want the shirt here's pants shorts whatever to go with it um so I've designed in that way I mean I create my designs from uh what they send me um or I'll buy like an SVG through a commercial use person that creates SVGs. Mm-hmm. Um, but mostly custom. I mean, I don't have an issue creating stuff, but I just think most people like custom stuff. But I think for the holidays, like Halloween, Christmas, et cetera, I'll probably have like some designs that I'll just create and do some pre-orders on just to see like how people like that. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have any background in doing any kind of like, I guess it would be like graphic design work almost. Yeah. Um, no, none at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've kind of learned um, just from having the cricket, honestly, like what I need to do to create it. But honestly, like nine times out of 10, I'm contacting, I have like two people that I kind of reach out to um for like commercial use svgs and they'll create kind of whatever i'm looking for or sometimes i get it on etsy um but if i can't find it on etsy or like i know like 
these people do like really good work. I like having like a relationship with people that I'm like working with. So normally I do it that way, but no, I have zero graphic design, but uh, experience, but honestly, I feel like I've done pretty good with what I've designed on my own. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're like really in the early stages of getting this going as a business. Um, so, so far, what are some of the like hurdles you're encountering? Um, yeah, very early. Um, I already became an LLC and that was like not a huge hurdle. Um, trying to think, um, trying to nail down like a turnaround time. Like at first I wasn't getting like as many orders cause I was like kind of just new and my biz- my page didn't have as many members, but now that I have almost a thousand members, I'm getting orders left and right. And like some people want them like rushed out and like my normal turnaround time is like, mm, like two to five days, but it's been extended um, because I have so many orders and like, obviously I only have so much time with, um, a child who sometimes naps and sometimes doesn't. Um, so I think that's kind of been a hurdle, like trying to make sure like I'm not wearing myself down, but also getting people's products out in a timely fashion. Cause it's like, I want to set myself apart from these other shops and like, especially on Etsy. Cause like I had thought about it for years and years, like what could I sell on Etsy? Like to where I could do something like even before I started this, I'm like, what could I sell that like makes me different than all these thousands of people that sell. And I'm like, I don't feel like any, like, I don't feel like I'm like any different. Like these people have been potentially doing this for years or these look like so good. Like you look at the products that you order on Etsy and you're like, how could I do this? Like, how do these people get their business like flying through the roof? Like, of sales. And like, so I always just kind of was like, I don't know what sets me apart. Um, so I definitely think trying to make sure I'm not like not stealing ideas cause that's not what it is, but it's like coming up with my own stuff, like trying to be unique and also like balancing home life and business. Cause like working at home, I mean, you know, like working at home, you have to balance your own home life and work life, but also making sure you're doing what you need to do. Otherwise you're like not keeping a successful business. Yeah. I mean, I know personally, like until this year, I didn't necessarily have like good concrete boundaries set around it. And so like the downside of working from home, right. is like, potentially you can be working 24 seven. Like there's nothing, there's not like a time clock that you're like punching. Right. And so you may, you may end up answering and replying to stuff to like one in the morning if you don't watch yourself. Um, especially if it's something you're like really enjoy and you're really passionate about. Um, it's really easy to do. So yeah, it took till this year of like, me being able to set some like concrete boundaries and being like, no, like, you know, I need to step away from the phone when the kids are home and like, yeah, spend time with my spouse. Cause that's more important in the long run than, right. than yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Prioritizing is definitely really hard. I feel like sometimes. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, all right. So obviously the cricket is like really important to your business. Um, are there any other kind of like tools that are super important? Like what's your, what's your workspace like? What's it set up like? So where I'm sitting now is my computer. And then I have like my planner, which I like to live out of. Um, and then like my orders notebook. Um, and then I have a shelf with like all the products. I don't usually keep, I haven't kept stock really just because everything's custom. I don't know like what sizes and colors and like styles people want, but my shelving unit has like, as I get my, or like, as I get orders, I try and like get like five orders or something. Um, and then I'll order like a bulk order of shirts or whatever. So my shelves have like the shirts and whatever on it. And then, um, I have a table like behind me and it has my Cricut, um, and like Cricut pens. Cause you can make, I don't have anything sitting in front of me, but, um, the Cricut you can like, Oh yes, I do. You can like write, um, you can like write with the Cricut and I made some business cards like at first, but now I write handwrite um, thank you notes instead. Um, I think further down the road, I'll probably get business cards, but um, thank you notes. I feel like handwritten thank you notes are better, but, and then I have um, a Cricut Easy Press, which is like a big flat, it's basically an iron, but it's just bigger. So like, instead of like, if I was doing like a big shirt, it would cover, I think it's a 12 by 12. So it covers like more space. So I have that. Um, but yeah, so those are like the main, and then I have like a 10 drawer unit with all my rolls of vinyl in it, which doesn't fit all my vinyl right now. Um, <laughs> I got it for my birthday in May and then my business kind of took off after that. And I'm like, I have way too much vinyl to fit in here. So I think my um, storage has kind of outgrew, has been outgrown. <laughs> Hello, Maker Moms. This week's episode is sponsored by Carolina Boots. As most of you know, one of the most important tools a maker can have is a good pair of work boots. Carolina Boots has been making safety footwear for Maker Moms since 1963. And you can get 10% off your very own pair by visiting carolinashoe.com and using coupon code MAKERMOM10 at checkout. These boots are made for function, not fashion, and they are built for her work. But, and then I have a printer um, as well because I print my own shipping labels and ship from here. Um... And hopefully down the road, I'll use my printer to do um, like printed iron-ons instead of just like the separate colors, I guess. But I haven't gotten into that yet. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. So like I have kind of, I guess, two material questions. So um, like where do you get your shirts from? Have you gone through any kind of like trial and error process with like quality of of the shirt material um honestly I haven't had any complaints about materials um I've noticed that a few places run smaller so I try not to buy from them just because I would rather get true to size because sometimes it's like more complicated to like figure out all 20 of these orders like sizing up um 
when I was doing smaller orders, I was buying from like Michael's Hobby Lobby. Um, and like sometimes Walmart, their quality is actually really, really nice in their shirts, men, women, and kids. Um, but if I'm doing a bulk order, I'll order from Jiffy shirts, um, online because they literally, I ordered on Sunday and I already got both deliveries. So they're very fast. I don't know if they're, if they have like local warehouses, I'm not honestly sure where they ship from. And then if I order, like a lot of people order koozies, that's like really popular. That's like the bulk of my orders on Etsy which is crazy, but, um, I order those from Amazon. I don't, I'm sure there's other places to get them, but, um, I think like if you order from like a wholesale site, they want you to customize it on there. So it gets a little dicey. So I'm like, and Amazon prime, like you can't go wrong with Amazon prime. Yeah. I buy like way too many tools through Amazon. <laughs> just, just because like, it it's dangerous, man. I ordered a new a new blade uh on when did I order it? I ordered it like Friday night at like eight PM and it was there like Saturday by noon. I'm like this Oh wow crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, it yeah, that's awesome for this quick. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> um but it's well worth the extra it's well worth the prime membership to me. To totally. hundred percent. Quickly, yes. And like, you don't have time to leave your house all the time. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, you do not. Um, okay. And then also like the vinyl materials, I'm not super familiar with, um, the cricket, but is there like, like, can you only use one type of vinyl or like, are there different types of vinyls you can? So Cricut makes a vinyl and I honestly hate it. Um, <laughs> and then there's like a paper, paper mate or paper, some paper, something that Hobby Lobby sells. And I don't like it either. Um, I really am like, I feel like I'm super bougie and I buy Sizer. It's the more expensive, but it's high quality. Um, I usually go to Michael's and buy it if I just need like a little bit, like a color that I don't use a lot. Um, otherwise I'll order from Atlanta vinyl. It's like based out of, um, Atlanta and they ship very quickly, especially if you spend over a certain amount. So if I'm like buying, like if I'm buying like bulk, bulk, if I order a certain amount, they'll deliver in a day. So it's convenient. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, worth it too. Um, yeah. Okay. That's good to know. Um, do you have any um, aspirations for branching, I guess, like outside of kind of the um, shirts and, and cups and stuff? Because I know um, I've had a couple like sign makers on the podcast that use the cricket oh, um, cool. make their signs um I probably would if I was like asked to do it um maybe further down the road I might um I know I have the cricket explorer air too but there's a cricket maker and it cuts chipboard wood and supposedly it sews um I have no idea how that works. I've watched YouTube videos for like the chipboard thing, which would be really cool. Cause like, 
I think a lot of people use that for like, I don't know if you've seen on Etsy, the signs that are like your kid's name and it looks like script. Um, a lot of people use it for that. And I think that would be awesome. Um, and a lot of people are doing like doormats, which I was watching a YouTube video on last night. And I think I want to attempt to do it. It looks like it's very time consuming, but um, I have so many deliveries. Like I would love to make a mat that's like one of those really sarcastic, don't ring my freaking doorbell. Basically, um, there's so many of them that I love and they're funny, but I'm sure they'll ring the doorbell or knock anyways, just because that's their job. But um, I think I want to start getting, I want to try that. But otherwise, I mean, yeah, I'm sure further down the road as I, my son gets older and maybe like he's in like mother's morning out or whatever. And I have like some more time to like, I mean, right now I just do like naps and after he goes to bed at night and sometimes he doesn't settle really well, he'll be like kind of up and down for a couple hours. So it's like, sometimes I don't have time to just like, okay, let me learn a new task for an hour. Sometimes I don't have that. So I think yes, <laughs> as I sit here and ramble, but I think yes, but potentially not now unless someone ordered it custom, then I would figure it out. Okay. No, that's definitely like a, a fair answer. And as far as the doorbell thing, I remember having, yeah, when my kids were your age and younger, like one day I put a sign out, handwritten sign, if you ring the doorbell and wake the baby, you are responsible for putting them back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's one now that says like, um, if you wake the baby, you're babysitting or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I have two dogs and they're, one of them is very loud and barks at a leaf blowing. So it's like, if you bother my dogs, like you're going to get it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I feel your pain on that on all ends. I have a, a terrier who's like, yeah, exactly. Yep. Like anything moves and he's barking. Mm -hmm. It used to drive me insane during nap time. Um, okay. So how do you manage right now? Um, 14 months is like just starting to get into like real trouble, right? Like, Oh yeah. He's in trouble. trouble. Yeah. <laughs> he's in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, you know, you've got your hands full being an active mom, uh, trying to run this new business you've created. Um, getting time to make, getting time to like just do the business end of things. How are you doing all of that and like not losing your mind? Um, to say I'm not losing my mind sometimes is false. <laughs> um, gosh. Sometimes I don't know how I do it, to be quite honest with you. And that's probably half the reason I'm a little bit behind on my turnaround times. But um my mom does not work, so she comes up here. She only lives like 45 minutes away, and he's the only grandbaby on both sides. So I'm very lucky that she comes up and helps. My dad owns his own business also, and he's like kind of mobile. So um, he comes up sometimes and helps. Um, but really, I, thankfully, 
not that it's not that I want to be on my phone 24 seven when I'm with my son, but thankfully sometimes he can like occupy himself. So like I can sit and answer some orders or send an invoice or try and like figure out what I need. Um, make notes in my phone, whatever, until I can like sit in front of my computer and do more stuff. But, um, that's half the reason I like social media that you can kind of, um, do from your phone. It's gotten so like bra or like it's expanded so much that you can do so much on it. So, um, that helps, but I try to stay off my phone so I can be present with him. Um, it's hard sometimes also because it's like my phone goes off. Hey, I need an order, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's right there. Like, let me answer it. But, um, so it's just hard to not keep him a priority. It's not hard to do, but it's hard to stay off my phone sometimes when like, that's how I'm running my business. Um, but yeah, I lose my mind, uh, quite frequently, especially cause I think we're going through, we're getting more teeth right now so we're we're up and down with the moods so um that makes it hard because getting more teeth means more clingy and I would also like to get my sleep at night so I'm like I don't want to work too late um but yeah yeah that's the joys about kids once you figure them out something changes (laughs) that's the truth (laughs) And I wish I could tell you it gets easier. It does not. Mine are mine are six and, <laughs> and three and a half. And oh, man. Yeah, they're not the same today as they were yesterday. It changes. Right. Yeah. Like I know. <laughs> and he's in everything. He's walking. Actually, he's running. And he's in actually everything. The trash cans, like whatever's on the counter, like everything. Yep. Yeah. I don't miss those days. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but Sorry, it's still I don't fun. Have you His personality all. is so fun. True. And they are extra light cuddly at that age too. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't like sitting, so he's not super cuddly. Okay. Yeah. My, when he's my, tired. When he's tired, yeah. Or doesn't feel good. Then yeah. It's always, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, what's your favorite part, do you think, about kind of creating and making let's see I don't know I've always like I said I've I've always been like crafty and like love doing crafts so I guess I just like enjoy kind of crafting I I guess I just like love craft I love crafts so it's like getting to make things is just fun in general like I'm excited for my son to be a little older so he can like not help me in here necessarily but do crafts because I love them. Okay. Um, you just love that, like kind of the being creative and yeah, doing yeah. things with your hands type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite part about being a mom? Oh man. Just seeing like all the stages and like how smart he is already at 14 months. Like you point to something in a book and he, like you say, Hey, where is this in a book? And he can point to it. Like, um, I just love really being able to stay home with him because I'm totally not knocking moms for putting their kids in daycare and stuff. Like, and you just got to do what you got to do, but I'm so thankful that I can stay home with him and see all of his firsts. And now he hasn't said mama yet. He said dada. So I'm a little bitter, but besides that, um, 
No, I mean, I'm just glad that I get to see all his firsts and he has such an awesome personality. So he just makes being a mom easy sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Um, So what do you hope that as he's growing up, he can learn from kind of watching you um, run your own creative business? Yeah, I mean, before I had kids, I was always like, when I have kids, like, I mean, that's fine, like, that I'm working somewhere, but it's like, kind of like, I don't know, I was just kind of beating myself up, like, what am I going to, like, show my kid that I'm doing? Or then I had him, and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to stay home and just, like, quote, unquote, do nothing. Like, not that being a mom is nothing. It's a 24-7, 365 job. Like, it's not nothing. It is a job, like, period. Like, no one can tell you that you're not working. Like, even when I, like, I'm sitting here on my, like, I'm looking at a monitor, like, you're always working, like, being a mom. But um, I just wanted, like, to... I just want to be able to show him that you can do anything you put your mind to. Cause I've always like kind of beat myself up like, Oh, it's fine. I'm like working at a job. Like, and again, that's fine. Like you, like my husband works for someone, like he has a boss, like that's fine. But it, it feels really good to make something of yourself. Like not just be working behind a desk all the time or like I'm, I'm obviously behind a desk. That's like not what I mean necessarily, but like, I don't know. I just wanted to be able to show him that like mom's making something of herself. Like she started from nothing. Like, and honestly, like to tell you the truth, I never thought that I could do something like this. Like I didn't think I was good at anything. Like I didn't think, um, I didn't think I had hobbies. Like I mean, I know I was good at crafts, but it's like, cool. Like you can like make a handprint craft, whatever. Like I didn't think I can sell what I make. Like I never thought I was like good enough to do something on my own. I thought I was just, uh, have a job under someone person, which again, nothing is wrong with that. I just didn't think I could do something else. So I just want him to like, be proud of me and of what I've like done. So what changed that mindset in you? Or has it changed? (laughs) No, I mean, um, no, it's changed. I'm so proud of like what I've like made from nothing. Like, um, I just like, I honestly can't even believe that I've made a business. Like I know my mom and I did like the furniture thing and like, she still does it. And I like kind of run the Facebook marketplace, like whatever, but she does like all the painting and finding the furniture and all that. Cause I don't have time or the space where a child is not to paint. I have space, but I don't have the space to paint with the child not getting involved in the painting. Um, but, and I wasn't, I mean, it was fine, but I didn't like love it. Like, I don't know. It was more tedious and like painting is, I just, I like painting, but I wasn't really loving painting. Like I didn't hate it, but I didn't love painting furniture and like 
It just took a very, very long time. It takes a special type of person to refinish furniture. My mom like, loves it, and she's so good at it. She loves I, it. I make furniture from scratch. I've taken wow. one. I've w- taken one like, uh, you know, one where somebody had like an old um, hutch uh, that oh, they wanted okay. and and um, table that they wanted me to refinish. Yeah, and that's all I ever had to take to be like, I am never doing. Oh my- again like, <laughs> never doing this again That's so funny. <laughs> because it is to me it is I would agree it's tedious but yeah. <laughs> to those who enjoy it I don't obviously they don't feel that way otherwise I mean it it's it's kind of fun but like it was just they're just huge projects I feel yeah. like they're yeah. just like I don't know and you uh, have to be extremely detail-oriented like yeah I mean I'm very more detail-oriented I feel like I'm more detail oriented than my mom is, but she doesn't have a baby running around. Um, I mean, she does when she comes up here, I guess, but like, I don't know. She, she's just very good. She loves painting like furniture walls. They've changed the walls in their house a million times. So it's like, she likes doing that stuff. I not really a fan, but no, I mean, I don't really know what changed my mindset per se. I don't know if it was the postpartum and like taking medication for it and just kind of like jumping in. Um, one of my best friends, I had talked to her about it and like, really, I was just doing like really low key. And then she was like, just start an Etsy shop. And I'm like, but like, what's different about my stuff? And she's like, just do it. So I just did it. She sells like bummies and shorties and bows and stuff. Um, also, like not also because I don't do that, but she does that. So we've done like a lot of collaborations together. But it's like she just honestly like really pushed me the push that I needed to kind of get out of my head. And like sometimes everyone gets back in their head, like, okay, I've messed up like three orders. Like, what is wrong? Should I not be doing this? Like, I suck, whatever. But it's like, I mean, everyone makes mistakes and you just got to like push through that, I guess. Um, sometimes I get back in my head, but for the most part, I'm like pretty, I'm like proud that I've like done what I've done and I'm just trying to like keep that mindset. Yeah. So I have maybe a tougher question. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you said, you know, like you just didn't think you were the type of person who was going to like be able to do that, like make a business from scratch. Mm-hmm. What person do you en- did you envision in your head that was that person to do that? Okay, I actually think I have a good answer for this because in school I was not a popular I was not the popular kid by any means. Like I was bullied like so I never thought I was like a leader, I guess, because like the popular kids, there's a leader and like they're all semi leaders, but whatever. So I never thought I was like the popular leader, whatever. So that's the type of person that I would think would start a business Um, or someone that's like salesy because I've like tried to sell like Beachbody, the workout thing and like whatever. But I'm like, this is not for me. This is not me. Like, harassing people to place orders to make money like because that's exactly what you're doing I don't care what you say that's what you're doing if you want to sell them if you want to do MLMs like that's fine but like that's not me and like that's what you're doing so I just I think the type of person that I thought I needed to be was 
popular and a leader and like, not like I'm like a mega follower per se, but like, I definitely don't like, uh, lead, I guess necessarily. Um, and I am the worst decision maker ever. Like I second guess myself and I'm like, Oh, um, should I choose black or blue? And I could go back and forth on this decision for like two days. And my husband's like, okay, just freaking decide you're annoying. So, um, yeah, I just felt like I was like not enough of like a leader, I guess. But I also think when you're a mom, you kind of are in like a new group. Even if you don't like know all of these people, you're like automatic, automatically like friends. I mean, there's some moms out there that like think they're better than you and like whatever. And I think that's like any type of friend group or whatever. But a lot of people in this group, like someone I've never even met, she lives in Arkansas and we like text every day. And it's like, I've never met her in person. Um, I don't even think we've like never FaceTimed anything, but like she owns her own little business and I own mine. And like we buy from each other and help each other out. But like we'll text about just like anything. So it's like, you just make friends. I mean, I feel like I'm very personable anyways, but I feel like being a mom gives you like kind of more ways to connect with people and, Oh, I'm going to kill my child today. Like, please talk me off this ledge. Like, I don't know. You're just in like a different, um, thing. And I think that kind of gives you like a different confidence maybe. Yeah, I could, I could totally see that. And one thing I have felt since becoming a mom is to me becoming a mom is like going through high school again in the sense of like like there definitely becomes like mom clicks and um I used to joke that like taking my kids to like play date groups you know was like dating all over again like you're like checking out this other mom like across the playground and like I think I could like her. Like, I think we could be friends. Oh my gosh, that's so accurate. <laughs> Golly. Oh like, my you know, and that whole thing again. And then I just like realized like, man, I have not felt this way since seriously, since like high school. <laughs> that's totally true. And like, honestly, sometimes it's like awkward because it's like, <laughs> I mean, hot, like, because he, the other day I was like eating at a restaurant with one of my friends and she was like, Oh, he's cute. And I'm like, go talk to him. But I'm like, who are we? Like, she's not a mom, but I'm like, who am I? Like, what am I? We're in a restaurant. Like, what did I just like go back to college or whatever? Like, this is like weird, but yes. it's just like a totally different, <laughs> no, you're just like a, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's awkward at sometimes to try and talk to other moms, but at the same time, it's like, I guess they feel the same way about you. So exactly yeah usually just takes like being able to like break the ice and then you know you start like you said start talking about mom things and like almost anybody can relate um if they're like really true I feel if they're really truly being honest like even the even the moms who you look at and you're like oh my god they do everything perfect like they're the perfect ideal mom no matter what like there's still something uh, if they were, if they're being honest with you, willing to be honest with you that they struggle with that you struggle with too. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. So 
if you're talking with another mom or another woman who wants to tackle uh, like doing a new skill like crafting or maybe DIY or something but hesitant to get started like what kind of like words of encouragement would you give her honestly just like get out of your head and just like do it like honestly it's like what do you have to lose like you're potentially you can gain a new skill or meet people that maybe you feel like you need to meet or maybe it'll like teach you something like honestly like what Nike says just do it (laughs) I'll be really cliche and like just do it honestly like just get out of your head Yeah. Hey, no, that's not cliche. They just had like an awesome marketing manager when they came up with that slogan. Um, (laughs) True. Yes. Uh, All right. So how can people, if they're not following along with you, how can they find you on the interwebs? So I have an Etsy shop. Um, I think you go to like Etsy.com slash shop slash the vinyl peach. And it's T-H-E-V-I-N-Y-L-P-E-A-C-H. Um, and then on Instagram, it's at the Vinyl Peach. Um, if you want to follow my personal page, it's, I don't even know. Oh, it's Mrs. like M-R-S-K-D Bollinger. And my last name has two L's. Okay. So um, I can give that all to you. You can link whatever, but... That's, and then on Facebook, oh yeah, my group is the Vinyl Peach LLC. It's a okay. private group, just request, like I approve everyone as long as they're like in the U.S. Okay. Awesome. Guys and girls, honestly, but mostly um, my main audience, I'm pretty sure is like moms, so, <laughs> which is fine. I, yeah. don't, I don't hate it. I'm just. All right. Well, awesome. Yeah, I'll include links to all of that in Perfect. show notes so people can follow along with you. And uh, thanks for taking the time to chat with me today, Katie. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. All right, so again, that was Katie with The Vinyl Peach, and I will include all the links and ways to follow along with her in the show notes for today's episode. The quickest and easiest way to get to those show notes is to follow along with the Maker Mom podcast on Instagram. So that's just at Maker Mom podcast on Instagram. Hit the link in the bio and there is a place to go for show notes, a place to go to become a patron, and also some cool deals um, with some brands that really support and lift up women in the trade or in making. So you might want to check those out as well, including today's sponsor, Carolina Shoe. All right. So until next week with, I will see you later. Thank you for listening to the Maker Mom podcast. You can connect with the Maker Mom community in the Facebook group page, Maker Moms. And remember, if you enjoyed listening to this episode, please subscribe, leave an awesome review, and share this out with other Maker Moms you know. Thank you.